In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the presence of our Eucharistic Lord, we continue our Lenten meditations. And as a reminder, as was explained beautifully last week, these meditations are not a homily as such, but this sort of time to guide thoughts, prayers, to allow us to go deeper into prayer. And so if the words are helpful, wonderful. If they're not so helpful, no worries. Be attentive to our Lord. Speak to our Lord. Listen to our Lord. And as we heard last week, Father spoke about humility, the beautiful gift of humility that our Lord has present in the Eucharist, the need to approach him with humility. How humble he is that he allows us to care for him in such a way. How humble he is to wait for us in the monstrance, in the tabernacle, and how he waits for us. But today, I want to focus on confidence. The confidence we need when we approach our Lord in prayer. The confidence to know that when I approach him in the monstrance, in the Eucharist, in the tabernacle, he's there. He hears. He knows. We always begin our times of prayer here at St. Paul's with this beautiful prayer before meditation. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask for pardon for my sin and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, and my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. That prayer before meditation itself teaches us how to approach our Lord, how to be with him, and especially that need for confidence. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. For us to spend time with our Lord Jesus Christ, we need faith. It is the one prerequisite for prayer. It is the one thing necessary, in a sense, to truly approach our Lord and to have him touch our lives, change our lives. This gift of faith that he gives us is our response to what he has revealed to us. And so as we are so humble before God, knowing that I can't give myself faith, I still also approach him with this great confidence that his faith is working in me. And so humility and confidence are not opposed, but both required for good prayer. Even that word itself, confidence, Confide, 
with faith. And with faith I approach you, Lord. With faith I know that you are God and that you are here. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here. Lord, as we come before you, we must make this profession of faith. We must be assured of your presence. It is the one thing you left us with, that assurance. Behold, I am with you until the end of the age. I am with you. And when I enter into prayer, I place myself in your presence. I know that you are here. I know that you are here. I firmly believe that you are here. It's been said that St. John Vianney, the great patron of parish priests, once preached a homily, quite simply, where he got up to the ambo and said, He's here. He's here. He's here. And that's it. He is here. And the great question is, who is here? God is here. Emmanuel. Jesus Christ. True God and true man. With us. And Lord, as we spend this evening with you, we know that you are here. We know that you are here. What a great gift to know that you are here. But it doesn't just stop that you are here as if you remain close but not so close. That we are sure in the same building but are not communicating. Because we profess and we say with great faith, I firmly believe that you are here and that you see me. That you see me, Lord. I have confidence that you see me. And in many ways, you alone, Lord, see me. No one else truly sees me as you see me. Many of us can look to the exterior and we see that exterior. Man looks to the exterior, judges by the exterior. But you, Lord, truly, truly see all of me. You gaze into my heart, into my soul. You know me. You see the good, and you see where I fail in that goodness, the lack I have. That lack which you did not create and you don't desire in me. <laughs> All you see as such, Lord, is me fully. It is said in the, in the Psalms, Lord, there is no place we can go where you are not. If we go to the heights, you are there. If we go to the depths, you are there. 
even the darkness is not dark for you. I may try to hide it from you, Lord, and yet you see me. You see me. And so, Lord, as we are here with you, we recognize that in faith, in confidence, and we open our hearts. We do not try to hide it from you. We give you ourself. We open our hearts so we say, look at me ever more deeply. <laughs> I don't want to hide from you. It is futile. I don't want to run from you. It doesn't work. I want you to see me. And even see the darkness and turn that darkness into your radiant light. Our posture for prayer is such that if you kneel down before our Lord, even if the church is full, for one moment, and just for one moment, you can look to your left and to your right. You can look behind you and you can see the other people in the church just for one moment and interiorly chuckle because you will see people in a posture of prayer, kneeling. You can speak to our Lord and say, Lord, I don't know why that person is kneeling as if they see you or you see them. Because I know, Lord, you see me so deeply. Your eyes are so fir firmly fixed on me that you don't have any concern for anyone else. This idea, a sort of analogy, a sort of a sort of a true posture where I say, My eyes are so fit your eyes, Lord, are so fixed on me, I don't know why there's anybody else in the church. Because that is the depths of which the Lord sees you personally, privately. He sees us. And to have that confidence before him. Don't those others know he's just looking at me? That is how deep the love of the Lord has for you. Jesus did not come to save humanity in general. He came to save you. He came to save persons. He came to save me. And he sees me. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. You, O oh Lord, hear me. When I speak, you listen. When I think, you listen. From the deepest recesses of my hearts, there is not a single passing thought that does not escape your glance or your ears, we may say. We take the posture of our Lord Jesus Christ, who spoke to us to give us an example in praying to the Father, where he said, I give you thanks, Lord of heaven and earth, for these little ones. And I thank you, Lord, that you hear me. You always hear me. How often our friends, even our very good friends, don't really listen to us. 
how often I want something to be shared. I want to share. I've got this news. I've got this something. I just have to get something off my chest. And I bring it to someone. And they don't hear. They're not interested. They've got their own concerns. And yet that is not you, Lord. You hear me. And you care. And so, Lord, I share everything with you. From the littlest details of my life, to the biggest news of my life, to my passing thoughts, to the obscure glances, to the comical, from the comical to the serious, from the lighthearted to the serious. Lord, I share it all. And you hear it all. And you want to hear it all. Because, I, oh Lord, I know that you don't want a fake version of me. You want me. As I really am. As I truly am. Myself. And I give you myself, Lord, in all of my brokenness, all of my humility, all of my sin, so that you, Lord, can make me like yourself. That in this prayer that we have together, there is a real communion, a real touching of each other where you come and make me like you. Communion. Communion in faith. And Lord, this is how I come to you tonight. In humility, but in confidence. I know that you are here. I know that you see me. And I know that you hear me. For this, Lord, I give you thanks. Thanks.